<laughs> we are live. I do apologize, everybody. Um, Sabah, everybody, and welcome back to the channel. I am back in the studio, but of course, with the fact of being gone for a couple of weeks, not being able to do a live show from the show, from the studio here, uh, you know, mistakes and technical issues. I want to make sure my audio is working, uh, of course, come up, and that's how typical life is. Um, I do want to say thank you very much for everybody hanging out with us. I see Greg. I see uh, Ron's hanging out with us already. And, of course, starting us off on the show on this beautiful Saturday. Uh, now, this is Saturday, uh, the 23rd. I want to make sure I'm not getting the wrong day. Um, and technically, there's one more Saturday in the month, of course. Uh, but July is already kind of heating up. We're seeing a lot of launches, a lot of events uh, for devices that are considered to be somewhat mid-rangers or devices that are intended to be more budget-friendly but still give you a very good performance experience. Um, well, obviously, we're talking about the fact that there's a couple of devices. There's the Nothing Phone one that was launched. Uh, there's also the Reno 8 Pro, which I have here in the studio. And of course, we have the Pixel 6a, which was just delivered yesterday. Uh, the I guess the embargo on reviews, so on, or for early uh, media was a couple of days ago. Team Pixel started getting their devices yesterday. And of course, we're able to start talking about some of the cool things that the Pixel 6a brings in. And in my opinion, at least is what we talked about yesterday when Juan and I had the uh, unboxing, a live unboxing uh, live stream done on both of our channels. Uh, this is kind of, you know, renovating or not of renovating, but like reinventing the A series of devices and actually a, a very good way of taking a page from Apple's book of providing us still a powerful SOC in a mid-ranger price point. So $449 is what the Pixel 6a is striving to do or try to basically provide us. Now, this is the 6a that I got. It's a sage color. It's a little bit more greenish and I hope it does show up better. It definitely looks greener in light. That'll be a little bit better. Uh, one thing I will mention, though, there is for anybody that's listening to the show, uh, there'll be a link in the show notes, of course, if you'd like to pre-order it. As Google right now is doing it for pre-orders, you actually get a free pair of Pixel Buds A series. Now, this is the Buds that they released last year. This is not the Pixel, uh, and I'm showing a picture, I'm holding it up right now for the video side. Uh, these are the Buds that were released last year. These are not the original Buds, and they're rated to be about 100 bucks. So essentially a $300 pair of Buds with the Pixel 6a. I feel like it's a little bit more because about the fact that the Pixel 6a lost the headphone jack from last year, and we don't have a headphone jack on the 6a series, even though it's more of a budget-friendly device. The Pixel 5a still had a headphone jack, and this is kind of, again, the reinvention of the line. One of the other things I will probably also notice on this is the design of the 6a series now is a lot more in line with what we see with a Pixel 6 and a 6 Pro. The same bar, the visor bar at the top, uh, not glass, definitely not glass looking plastic here. Uh, it looks like it has glass on it, but it's really uh, plastic, really nice, very nice coating of plastic on the back. And of course, uh, a tailored experience when it comes down to the camera side, as we see here, a dual 12 megapixel camera set, uh, set up similar to what we saw last year. Uh, we have an eight megapixel camera on the front that's also come in, also similar to what we saw last year. Um, and actually, that one does kind of mirror what's in the 6 uh, series. Now, this entire thing is powered by the Google Tensor processor, a built-in home SoC system that has proven itself to be very powerful. Now, we've heard it before. We've seen it before. It's not the most powerful SoC, but at the end of the day, realistically, I feel like hardware-wise, we have actually reached a point where we are beyond what we really need on a daily basis. So uh, this is definitely not a, uh, a flagship. This is not going to be the best of the best that Google is offering. The 6 Pro is still going to be there. And very shortly, in a couple of months or so, we're going to be hearing about the Pixel 7 and the 7 Pro. Those are going to be the Usher, the I guess the 2022 into 2023 uh, Pixel uh, flagship smartphones from Google. But uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit more. I'm going to answer some of the questions that we have in here. Uh, I wanted the seafoam color, but they didn't have the 
to the six pro. Oh man, yeah, Michael, I, I totally, I'm totally with you on that one. Sam, good morning, Sabah. I hope you're doing well. Uh, finally made it to the stream. Uh, Sam, you're, uh, you and me both, we finally made it on time. The last couple of weeks or so, I've been streaming in con in conjunction with Juan Carlos on the best of our week. Um, one of my biggest things that I actually needed to do with a Saturday show. Now, as you know, it used to be called a Saturday morning with tech and it's a great title, but it locked me in into a day of the week that I had to put the show out. So I couldn't put it on Friday and call it the Saturday morning with tech. That was the primary jettison of why we wanted to rename the show. And the Android Bay kind of made it easy for me to be able to move the show. Now, I've consistently stayed on the uh, consistently more like a 98, 95% time because the last couple of weeks are obviously perfect examples. Uh, but we are in episode 126. So we're here. Uh, Saturday morning is typically when we show when we, we provide the show. But I want the flexibility of if I need to put a, an, you know, the Android Bay show in the middle of the week for some reason because of travel coverage as things starting to pick up. Uh, that gives me the flexibility. And sometimes when I don't have access to Internet, like last week, Thursday was the way to do it, because if otherwise we would have missed an entire show that week. And I don't want to do that. So. A little bit of background, and I hope you guys understand. I got a couple of messages asking me if the if the podcast is over. It is not. It was just um, working itself out through summer. Let's just say that. Um, so yeah, definitely. Sam, good morning. Hope you're doing well. I'm glad to see you here. Uh, Davin Davis, uh, good morning. Hope you're doing well as well. Sabaho. I see Greg. I see uh, everybody else kicking it with us. Um, but on the opposite side of the conversation, the beginning of the week, I also had another, uh, well, an embargo, I guess we had for the Reno 8 Pro. Now, this is obviously a OPPO mid-range process, well, not process, a mid-range device. The Reno line at one point was striving to be the best of the best. And I think OPPO kind of shifted it where it now becomes a little bit more of mid-range, where the A-series on the Reno, on OPPO side is more of their budget side. So we have the Find series, that's their performance side, and we saw the Find X5 Pro. It still is one of my favorite devices of the year. The OPPO Reno 8 Pro is, to a certain point, bringing in a lot of good parts. And I'll say this for if you haven't had a chance to check out the video, there'll be a link on that. And of course, it's over on the main channel, the TK Bay uh, main channel. So youtube.com forward slash TK Bay. Uh, and if you'd like to watch that one in Arabic, there's also an Arabic video for yeah, you know youtube.com forward slash Tarek Bay, T-A-R-E-K Bay. We're bringing in a couple of new technologies in here. Now, we've seen the IMX 766. We've seen it on many devices. It's a very good performing camera sen sensor. And we've seen it even on, on, uh, on flagship devices. It's a 50 megapixel, very nice performer. OPPO's done a really good job of utilizing that sensor. And it's literally the best experience that you're going to be able to get that here. What I like about this is that they brought in their custom NPU, the Mari Silicon. That's something that we saw on the Find X5 Pro, and they brought that down to the Find to the Reno series. And this is the first device that we've seen it. So Oppo is definitely focusing and doubling down on their own custom in-house um, NPU. So basically, the neural processing unit that they use for imaging and processing and for low-light performance. So definitely one of the reasons why the Find X5 Pro did so well is because of that. And of course, we see that here. The other thing they also brought in here is a custom version of the 8100 Dimensity chipset from MediaTek. It's a departure from what we've seen in the past. Reno devices typically got the 1200, the 1100 series of MediaTek processors, still custom editions for them, but still a mid, more of a lower end mid-range. Uh, they're very capable, don't get me wrong, very happy. You will not have a problem with them. Switching over to the 8100, that's a little bit of a step up. That's like kind of nudging into the 9000 series. So they're no longer trying to play it safe. They're really going for and giving you some of that best experience. Um, 
chargers in the box. Uh, we get still very good camera experience, uh, very good audio performance, a beautiful, gorgeous display. And of course, um, I posted a couple of videos sharing some of my, my um, I guess, experiences using it on vacation because that was the phone I was using to document my vacation with my family. And you can imagine if you're using a phone for that purpose, purposely only that, you trust that device. You know how that device works. And I'm hoping that you guys enjoy that video. So that's already on, on the main channel and it's been sitting there. And of course, going to be really, really nice um, and a good a good watch. Oh, man, look at that. Roger Bot, Mr. Roger Bot, Life Attack himself uh, hitting, hitting it up with us here. Hey, TK, good to see you. Thank you very much, sir. I am happy to be back. I'm happy to be back in my environment, a little bit more stable, better audio, better video, <laughs> and, no, and no weather issues that could potentially cause any problems on top of any, you know, on a on a boat kind of a situation. But no, um, the vacation was nice. The family had a good time. And um, I was happy that although the internet on the ship, on uh, on cruise ships is tremendously slow, like seriously slow, um, an example would be the Arabic video that I had to upload for um, for the Arabic channel on the Reno 8 Pro literally took me 30 hours, 30 hours, three zero hours of upload time for approximately 2.3 gigs of video file, video file for about 2.3 gigs. <coughs> now, that, that may not sound like it's super bad, but you have to think about the fact that that, you know, we're going back into oh, like early DSL, early dial up. I'm not going to say dial up, but like really early Internet connections. And um, it was very surprising for me. I was very late to posting that video. <coughs> Sorry. And I apologize for the audio for that cough there. Um, but, you know, the English one was up first and the uh, the Arabic one took a little bit longer. But long story short, um, I definitely got the, my money's worth out of that Internet package on the boat, but it was extremely slow. Uh, and it is something to keep in mind if you ever do go on a on a cruise and there's an Internet connection. Do not connect. Do not bank on that. But that's what caused some of my issues with not having a show on Saturday as my typical time. I could have had that one, obviously, but I just could not be connected fast enough. Uh, that day we were on Project Fi in Juneau, Alaska, and that was the only way for me to connect because T-Mobile was just not having it. Uh, so luckily I had some backups and I thought about them in advance. But uh, again, long story short, good time, safely came back. Uh, and of course, uh, I hope you guys had some good times as well. And I know the heat waves is kind of going through its paces, but um, I hope everybody's starting to cool down a little bit. I see Marilyn. Uh, good morning, Marilyn. Nice to see you there. Uh, and Sam's jumping with, I'm glad that the 6A is finally being covered. I didn't already have the Pixel 6, uh, uh, but I'm snagging the 6A for sure. And if you are going to be snagging it, uh, Sam, there is a link in the description if you'd like. But otherwise, make sure to make it get that extra thing. If you go on any other sites, not everybody's including the buds in the actual order. You have to manually add them so you can get them as part of that promotion. But for some reason, Amazon just did it like we're not even going to bother. It's literally the listing, the 6A with the buds for the same price. So it works really nice. But I hope you I hope you definitely enjoy it. Uh, but yeah, Greg's like, holy cow, 30 hours. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Um, I thought I gave myself enough time. Like I thought really like 14 hours should be more than enough. But literally, it was turtle speed, turtle speed, turtle speed. And it has something to do with satellite internet and the fact that is, um, as you go northern uh, into the northern hemisphere of, the, uh, of our globe, especially the colder climates with a lot of mountains, there's a lot of interference, apparently, to the internet. And it drops down connection speed quite, quite badly. Uh, it got better by the time we got to San Francisco. But by that point, the video was already up. So, yeah, it's, it's one of those challenges we have to do. Um, so here... Um, um, Nithin is asking, Nithin Raj is asking, how is the Pixel 6a? So out of the box, honestly, with the impressions, this is barely 24 hours. I got my phone later in the afternoon. 
Um, the build quality is actually pretty good. I like the build quality over what we had with the Pixel 5a. It feels more premium because of that glassy feel that we have on the back. And the look actually just, again, kind of consistently stays with what Pixels, uh, new Pixels are going with. So you're getting that very unique striking look. Uh, Performance-wise, without any exception, obviously, is you know we're looking at the, the Tensor processor. I will say this. Um, Geekbench does not install on the Pixel 6a yet by itself. I tried sideloading it and I got some really crazy numbers, which tells me it hasn't been approved and Geekbench is not running numbers. So Geekbench is getting smarter about this, where people will be able to benchmark devices ahead of time. Uh, the reason I say this is technically this phone is not officially out. It comes out next week on the 28th, 27th to 28th, which was the official announcement from Google. So we'll see a lot more press going on there. I'm hoping to have some kind of content going on for it, obviously, before then. Uh, this week with yesterday's show and today's show has been primarily just unboxing, but essentially answering questions. So to answer your question on how does it feel, how does it been so far within within the first 24 hours, the build quality is pretty solid. It's not glass. It definitely is plastic. You're definitely going to be able to notice the differences between it and a 6 and a 6 Pro, but it's not trying to be them. So that's the biggest thing. Um, it's a great mid-range device. Good display and OLED uh, panel that we have in here at 60 frames per second. I'm mentioning this because of the conversations yesterday. Uh, of course, the stereo speakers sound pretty good. Uh, connectivity is pretty consistent. I had 5G right out of the box. Um, I use it on T-Mobile. So this is a 5G device here on T-Mobile. Let me go ahead and see if I can download. While we're talking, we'll download the speed test and see how much I'm actually able to get here uh, in my home. I didn't run a speed test yesterday outside. I did go out, but I did not get a chance to do that. Uh, so I'll go ahead and, uh, nope, I don't want to install Speedmaster. This is weird. Okay. And before I knew it, it was already installed. That's not what I was trying to install here. So let's go ahead and install this guy. And um, uh, display is pretty decent, very nice, large display, slightly smaller than what we got last year. It's about 6.1 inches, uh, but it's an OLED panel, stereo speakers. Uh, the haptics are actually pretty decent. Again, mid-ranger, keep that in mind. Uh, and of course, 6128 as far as the storage and RAM, there is one configuration, no other, but there is three colors available of it. Um, I got myself uh, the Sage one, which was really nice. I like that one. Um, I was joking with Juan a couple of days ago saying, hey, if I'm ordering mine, I'm going to actually put it in. I want to go for the Sage one. That's the one I want to actually enjoy uh, using. So I'm just going to go ahead and just, I'm, I'm giving the permissions, as you can imagine. The speed testing app needs to know my life saving. I'm just kidding. Uh, all, my, all my experiences in here. So we're going to go back here. We're going to say done. And I'm going to go ahead and, oops, that's not what I can cancel. I'm going to turn on wife, turn off the Wi-Fi. And here we are. So I'll give it a second to connect. And it is connected on T-Mobile. So I'm going to give it a second here. So I'm not running full bars. That's something just to keep in mind. We are in a studio. I'm inside a home. So it's it's going to be basically the best I'm able to get at home on the Pixel 6a if I was not to use Wi-Fi. So this is just running on T-Mobile. And we'll see how fast the 5G. It is a sub-6 5G, not an ultra-wide uh, wideband. So keep that in mind if you're picking that up. So definitely keep that in mind. And hopefully that answers the questions that you're having there. Uh, Davin is jumping in. Uh, Sam, I have the same thought. <laughs> so yeah, it, it it's a very compelling device. Uh, very, very compelling when you think about the fact, um, the price point and the features that you're getting. And of course, we're talking um, all of the new features that we got with uh, the Pixel series and what we get with there. So I'm hoping you guys could see this. Let's go ahead and bring this up to focus. So 50, megapixel, 50 megabits down, 9 megabits up. This is on 5G here in the Los Angeles area. And this is in-home. And I can tell you, I can guarantee you, 
I can hit at least uh, two to 300 if I go um, out and I'm you know walking around or driving around in the area. Uh, typically, I, I measure how much I'm able to get at home as a good benchmark, because if I ever do need to switch over to using it for any power outages or so on, this is the best way to look at it. So hopefully that makes sense. And I'm hoping that actually makes uh, makes sense really nicely. Um, uh, let me see here. I'm missing something. Uh, Finn Jacobs jumped in. He said, that's about 0.3 megabits speed uploaded <laughs> from quick calculations are correct. It was, it was ridiculously turtle speed. If not turtle, I would say probably snail speed. Um, it was like, I was surprised. I'll just say this. I was surprised that I was able to upload as much as I was able to. Every video I posted within the last week and a half. So last week's all three or four, uh, four videos that I posted last week. Uh, and this week's two videos earlier this week were all posted off of the ship's internet connection. So although it was slow, I was having to be very proactive and upload my my content way earlier. Uh, the Xiaomi 12S, of uh, the 12 Lite video that I posted a couple of weeks ago, that was uploaded obviously before I left. So that was uploaded in my home's internet connection. But it really humbled me being a, an internet content creator or an internet person that has to be connected um, and basically, what are you able to do on a really slow internet? I was able to communicate with most people, but I could not stream a single thing. Uh, and that was really frustrating. Like I couldn't jump on uh, Roger's uh, you know, live stream. I couldn't jump on Juan's on the SGGQA either days on both Mondays since I was allowed technically for both. Uh, but it was very, very uh, humbling to, to realize that, you know, I really need the internet to be able to function. And if the internet is down, then it just kind of shuts it down. But um, as somebody mentioned to me earlier, he said, you know, sometimes you may want to disconnect. And I did. I tried as much as I could. Um, but it was more about making sure that I had content for you guys and the content uh, to stay on the channel. Because as you guys know, you take a week, uh, YouTube algorithm just takes a dive because that's how life is. And we're trying to do better. <laughs> Sabah Hochemi, hope you're doing well. Uh, glad to see you're back in the show. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. 107 here in St. Louis today. Oh, my God. OK, so, Sam, I think you're going to win. We are at 101. Although, you know, what? what's five? What's five degrees between France? I'll just say that um, it's hot. It's ridiculously hot. But what I would wonder, though, what I would really actually wonder, Sam, is do you guys have that with humidity? Because we have 101 with no humidity. It's a different heat, but it still, you know, gets cooking. But, uh, you know, for sure, a different a different type of experience. Uh, Jimmy Fire Dragon, hope you're doing well. Nice to see you again. Um, you can get a brilliant deer here in the in, on Amazon UK, the 6A with the Pixel Buds Pro for three now. Oh, great. Oh, okay. You guys got a better deal. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Buds A are really nice. It's a great deal. Don't mess with it. Um, definitely pick it up here in the US. But in the UK, you're able to pick up the Pixel Buds Pro. I'm not sure if it's because the A series never made it to the UK. Maybe you can clarify that for me. Um, but I think, you know, the Pixel Buds Pro come out next week also. Uh, but they're, they were not sent to us by um, Team Pixel. So that's one thing to keep in mind. The device that was sent to us was a uh, basically a review unit. So thank you very much to Google or made by Google uh, for the gift from Google. This is just basically clarifying that this was sent to me from Google as a uh, basically a review unit for me to be able to share my opinions on this as part of being part of Team Pixel. So I definitely want to say thank you very much there. Uh, but yeah, in the U.S., uh, in the U.S. at least, you're able to pick up these guys, and they sound pretty good. I'm looking forward to seeing what the Pixel Buds Pro do. This is again the first Pro series that Google's putting out. A lot of promises were put out there. Um, so my experience obviously is going to be based on what we see here in the U.S. But if you're in the U.K., make sure you snag that order uh, because that's a great deal. Those are 200 uh, in the U.S. at least. It's a $200 pair of buds that you're getting free with a $449 price. So like extra 50 euro uh, pound, uh, you know, um, sorry, uh, extra 50 pounds for or the the extra for the buds included i think it's worth it for sure uh <laughs> oh my god when you talk heat we talk heat 
uh, uh, Sam, that is brutal, Sam, definitely. Um, TK, how about Intuitu? So, you know, actually, that's a good question. Let's see if we can download and install Intuitu. Uh, in the actual Play Store right now, um, if you try to download Geekbench, it doesn't actually show up. So let's see here, Intuitu. Intuitu Benchmark. Uh, no, Intuitu. No, actually. Hold on, Intuitu Benchmark. Oh, that's the guide app. No. So even the Intuitu Benchmark app doesn't show up. So when you try to put the word benchmark in there, I think there's a certain number of things that are not yet functional. The other thing I also want to mention, uh, we are not running the latest version of the software. The software that I have on my device is running the, da, da, da. let me see here. If I'm not mistaken, I'm still running on April. I don't think I, I, I don't think it updated overnight. Yeah, so we're still running April 5th, 2022 uh, security patch update. So here, let me show you guys real quick. So April 5th is the security patch update. So in theory, these devices don't have the latest and greatest version of the software, mostly because they're not out. Although I wonder... I guess in my mind, I'm wondering a little bit how how were reviews done on non-final software? I don't, or maybe maybe they had versions of software loaded up on their systems. It could be a different situation. Since our unit is technically supposed to be more closer to retail, that's probably why we don't have the security patch update. Uh, updates are only pushed out to devices that are actively being sold, and this is technically not being sold yet. It's pre-ordered, so we'll have to see how that goes. Um, does it have um, does it have does it have the action pan? Uh, let me see what we have as far as video. So here, we're going to jump into the camera and, uh, we have time-lapse slow motion. And, uh, we also have a couple of extra photosphere, panorama and lens, no action cam on this one, uh, action pan. Sorry, I keep doing it. But as far as time-lapse, uh, we do have up to 120 times slow motion, uh, from one fourth. Uh, let's see here. We have one fourth normal. And of course we have a telephoto and prime. Uh, well, essentially it's a prime with a crop. Uh, there is no ultra wide when it comes down to uh, to video at this point, or I think it's mostly because I switched over to 4K. So let's switch over. Yeah, I take that back. So if you're trying to shoot 4K 60 frames per second, since Tensor supports it, that limits you to using the main sensor on this, the primary 12 megapixel sensor on the back. Uh, the one thing I also will mention, it, even though it kind of looks like it's an entire bar, let me see if we can show you guys right there. This actually just two sensors on here. You can see that little area on the right side um, of your screen. Those are the two sensors. And of course, we have the LED flash, no wireless charging. And of course, uh, a very nice design sitting on the back. Let me see here. Da, 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 da. I don't want to jump too far. Ah, and of course, oh, here it is. Uh, Ash is in the, hey, man, hope you're doing well, Ash. I saw that. I saw that <laughs> you're, uh, you're watching it earlier. Thank you very much. Um, nope, the OG charcoal for me, I do miss. Okay, so Sam's gonna go with the charcoal. Um, here also, <laughs> just in case, Jimmy, because we got it, we got to do it doubles now. I thank you, Jimmy, for jumping over on on Twitch. Appreciate that. Um, so, uh, man, TK, can I get anywhere near? Uh, I can't get anywhere near that in uh, in Pennsylvania. Uh, it depends on the areas that you're in, and depends where you are. I know at least for me in areas here, like I can tell you right now with T-Mobile. <laughs> Uh, in at least here in my area with, um, you know, with sub six, I mean, we don't have ultra wideband. I can tell you that I've seen, cause I, I have obviously tested speed tests with other devices and where it is. So I've been able to get, hold on, let me double check. This one's correct. Yeah. T-Mobile US. So this is, uh, this is something like it's typical that I'm able to get here in my neighborhood outside when I'm not indoors. So like almost about 600 down. Um, not that I'm actually doing 600 down in, in any kind of situation. It's just nice to have, but it's also my biggest thing is also the upload. So I would like to have something between 10 to 20 so that I can upload my files. As you can imagine, again, I upload, uh, you know, maybe typically one to two, maybe three gig videos sometimes. And internet speed is a very crucial thing. I can't do six hours or, you know, sorry, uh, 30 hour updates every time. 
Uh, Davin jumping in, TK, do you think Google should drop the smaller flagship and sell only big screen uh, Pro models and the A series? So in essence, they kind of dropped the smaller flagships uh, in, in a way kind of thing. So the 6, although is not technically a Pro, it's a large device. Um, the Pixel 5 uh, and the Pixel 4a are literally the smallest uh, devices within the last, I want to say almost 24 hour, 24 months from Google. So this is the Pixel 5. Uh, this is the Pixel 5 that was released. The 4a is exactly the same size. Uh, the only difference, obviously, is the internals and, of course, capacity and the material that the device was built on. So if we just basically put them next to each other, this is just a little bit of a time. You can see here that they kind of continue the color, but there's a big difference when it comes down to the phone size, the screen size, uh, and of course, the experience that you're getting with the phone. So it's, I'm not saying it's a bad experience. It's just they've kind of ditched the smaller size. The Pro and the 6, the differentiating experience there is primarily how they were able to drop the price. Uh, does it make sense to drop the 6 and go straight from a 6A to a 6 Pro? I, you know, I, I'd be tempted to say that I think probably it, it hurts them if they don't have something in the middle range. The 6 Series is probably what sold more for Google than a 6 Pro. The 6 Pro is the best experience. You want that really good, sharp telephoto. Um, you want to get everything the best of the best from Google. That's going to be the one. The higher refresh rate, the, obviously the QHD resolution display, all of those things, that's what you want. The wireless charging, all of that. I think the 6 Series is initially meant to give us an option of getting that experience, but not for so much money. That $599 to $899 price match, um, it was a big gap. A lot of people had to justify it. And I feel like a lot of people felt that the $599 was a better deal. That's why I feel like the, six, the, the Model 6 should still be around, because I feel like in the 7, we'll do the exact same situation. Sometimes when we as enthusiasts and i'm sure everybody in the chat here is a very much an enthusiast because you guys seek technical or techno, uh, technology related content you are aware of more things than the general users and you know what you're looking for but not everybody is are obviously in, in, in the same boat as we are they may seek knowledge they may seek some of the information that we have but they typically have made a form based on what they can afford and what the store is carrying so the six and the six pro offer a range the six a now is bringing you that experience that you didn't know you needed but once you see it you're like whoa wait wait a minute how does this make sense 449 google updates for five years we're getting the same processor as the 6 pro now we're not getting as much ram this is six gigs of ram but it's still at ddr 5 so it's pretty fast internal storage up to 128 gigs of internal storage and which i feel like is the should be the standard starting point i don't think it's enough for me but i think most people like an example would be this my son's using the pixel 5a and 128 is way more than enough for him he hasn't been transitioning and transferring data and apps and he doesn't do what i do but for me, typically, I feel like 256 is the right sweet spot, but I feel like 128 is where you should start. So the 6A is checking all of those boxes off. It's hitting that price point that Google was able to literally almost land, uh, isolate, and make people follow that 599 to 899 price point and still giving it to you at 449 And with pre-orders, giving you a pair of buds, relatively making the phone for about 350 bucks if you're just wanting to get a pair of buds. Now, in the UK, as we saw earlier, it's going to be the Pixel Buds Pro. But in the US, the Pixel Buds A, it's no slouch. It's definitely a win. And everybody that looks at it will be like, I can't believe this exists. Um, and I honestly feel this is just my personal thing. And we can definitely review this in a few months. This is going to push Apple to change their story a little bit. I think the, the you know, the next version of the SE 20, whatever, whatever model it ends up being will not be the base of the base because Apple had no competition. Don't get me wrong. I like the SE. I understand and I feel what the SE is doing, but it's a recycled piece. Um, 
yeah, like not recycled in a sense of like obviously they they do use recyclable materials in there. I meant to say it's it's a recycled design from earlier generations when it almost looks like they just took the pixel uh, the uh, iPhone six and the iPhone seven and they just used that same shells that they still had there and they resold it. I think this is going to help push the iPhone SE in twenty uh, whenever the edition that comes out next to actually use a better body, a high full display. Uh, no, I mean we may lose Touch ID on there, but this is going to basically make some competition for us because Apple can no longer be complacent, which is saying I can do the bare minimum and push out an SE and people will be happy. Now that they have a competition that's a little bit more, but gives you way more on the features, it's hard to mess with. So yeah, uh, I didn't want to really stretch it too long there, but yeah, you, you get what I'm trying to say. Uh, let me see here. I think I'm, I'm a little bit behind on some of the comments. Let's see here, Javier. I just like the fact that the phone is small and it, since it has tensor, it's still solid phone. Uh, will, uh, will it have bugs? Uh, maybe, but most phones do. So Javier Hidalgo is actually, it's a pretty good point. One thing we can benefit on the release of the 6A is that everything that's been done to improve the experience on the Pixel 6 and 6 Pro, the things, the growing pains, all of the things that you're referring to, those were fixed. Those were done before the 6A comes out. So the 6A is coming out on a much more tried and true experience that we didn't have with other devices. Like other companies, when they release phones in mid-rangers, this is their first. It's not something that they're basing it off of their other line, right? They don't release you know, the processor that they've been optimizing for on a, on a, on a mid-range or a lower, but a more of a budget device uh, at the same time. So this is very big. Apple did it, and they did a decent job with that. And I think that, again, the, the SE is not a bad device. I, I feel like it's limited at the entry level. The price that they you know, they originally announced, and they talked about it all throughout their whole experience, had 64 gigs of internal storage for a phone that shoots 4K. I'm like, how in that... Like, how does that make sense for anybody to buy that phone? And all you're doing is creating a stepping stone, meaning you go in there to buy that device because you're thinking it's, you know, at the, at the lower end, I think it's like around the $420 and $429. And then you realize that that's not enough storage and you have to jump up. And by then you're in the 500s or close enough to the 500s if you try to go to even higher storage. So you have to kind of keep that, keep that in mind in the, in the tactic of sales. Here, you're not getting gimmicks. You're getting the full-on experience exactly as it's intended. 128, you get color options, you get uh, free buds with them, and you're getting full service yeah, collaboration. I mean, we're talking about a magic erasers built into this. Uh, camera tricks that we've seen on other devices. We know that Google thrives at the 12 megapixel camera sensors and they've done it for years. This is not something that we should expect to do that whole stumbling to try to get into it. The 6 and 6 Pro went through the growing pains. The 6A is benefiting all of that. So that's that's the biggest thing. I love that. So let's see here uh, a little bit more. Oops, sorry. Hey, <laughs> Matt's in there. Hope you're doing well. Purposely Gaming is kicking it with us. Hmm. Uh, Michael Corgan said, we had a few power outages with live uh, uh, where where I live last year. And even going for uh, like two days without internet uh, drove me absolutely insane. Yeah, no, um, I, I can I can absolutely say I am, I have a very, I want to say I have a very healthy addiction to this, but it is a need. It's something that I need on a daily basis. And it, it's truly, I'll say this. Nothing makes your flagship $1,200, $800, $900 phone feel like a turtle and non-functional like a bad internet connection. Um, not because the phone doesn't function, but obviously we rely a lot on international, not international, but uh, connected uh, services and things that we use all the, all the time, be it social media, be it email, be it text messages. All of those things are internet related. So it's a big thing when your your computing power device in the pocket uh, just doesn't have that fast of an internet. So for me, again, I enjoy a lot of it offline. 
in the towns that I was able to visit, I had some internet connection, but it was still not the fastest. T-Mobile, for some reason, just does not have good reception in, T uh, in Juno. And they cap you because they consider me um, roaming. It's roaming internet connection. And once I hit about a gig worth of data, it started giving me text messages saying that I've reached my limit and it will reduce my speeds. So again, very slow, not functional, but it was what it was. And we were able to survive it. Um, uh, giant, how dependent I am to the internet. Michael, I'm with you. No, 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 seriously. We do things so much all the way. Um, okay, so here, Finn Jacobs asking is, have you had any chance to try out uh, stock Wear OS 3 yet? So yet, not yet. Um, we're waiting on, we already know, we saw the announcement, obviously. We saw Qualcomm pushing out the new W5 chipset that they're talking about. And it's basically going to be where um, both Oppo and uh, Tech Watch or Mob Void, the maker of the, uh, the watch, are going to be releasing uh, watches with that new SOC. Uh, and they are obviously, they use a more of a stock experience as opposed to what we saw on, uh, let's say, the Galaxy Watch 4 that we saw last year. We're tipped to see a new version of the Galaxy Watch. It's going to be the Galaxy Watch 5, I think, in another week or so on the 10th of August for the uh, Samsung Unpacked. But the biggest thing that we're seeing there is uh, that's going to be an availability of Wear OS 3.0 for more devices than just Samsung. Google announced a version of Android that for for wearables, but they stuck it with Samsung for the last uh, longest duration, making it seem like if you only if you wanted to get the best of what Google had to offer, you had to go with Samsung. I saw an ad yesterday. Um, I forgot which one. Uh, and actually, it was the Samsung ad. It was an ad showcasing the S twenty two Ultra and showcasing the uh, the Galaxy Watch four. Show of, and and literally, it was showcasing all of Google services and. Advertising it as to get the best of Google services, you need to be on a Samsung. And that was such a weird thing because that's not true. To get the best Google services, you need to be on a Pixel. But Google isn't counteracting that. Google isn't going out and making an ad saying, you know, Pixel is the best on the 6A. They did that with the 6 and 6 Pro, and I want to see that for the 6A. So I'm hoping by next week, maybe there's some campaigns that kick off on Monday that I just we weren't aware of. But it's something to keep in mind. So I know long story version, extremely, extremely long. I didn't mean to stretch that out for you, Jay, uh, Finn. Um, that's an amazing deal. Uh, I could probably sell my Pixel Buds. Uh, yeah, I could probably sell my Pixel Buds Pro if I don't need them um, for at least 175. All of a sudden, you're paying 225 for a Pixel Buds. <laughs> no, it's an absolute crazy deal. It's an absolute crazy deal. Forget the pros. With the A, that's an amazing deal. And again, for us, it's still about $100 worth of buds. If you want to basically buy them, let's say even we sell them, it's still 75 bucks off of it. They're doing a trade-in value here of up to $300. I mean, seriously, you can get this phone for pennies. If you're upgrading from an earlier Pixel, you can get 300 bucks roughly. And of course, uh, still pay like 150 bucks on a brand new Pixel 6A. It's really crazy. Very, very nice. Um... <laughs> Cut it with the knife here. No, I know, I know. It's 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 crazy. Uh, Michael Bonnet is saying it's 35C here in Southeast France. Uh, bonjour, uh, bonsoir, mon ami. Uh, Michael, uh, it's it's crazy. Yes, the heat wave is, is going crazy. So 35C is roughly about 80, almost 90, 90 something for us here. Um, we hit 40C roughly about a couple of days ago when we were running about a 107, 108. Uh, so we get pretty hot, and that's what we were talking about. It, it's crazy. The heat wave is going around. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I remember Paris, it, it was more prepared for uh, for temperatures uh, as most of their buildings are better set up than UK, but it's still crazy to be able to deal with that type of temperatures uh, anywhere uh, because it makes it just being outdoors to be just uncomfortable. And if you don't have the right cooling system, it makes it even harder to be indoors. Uh, for me, in this studio that I have here, as you could probably see with Roger and, and Life of Tech on the Roger Bot show, uh, it's hard. 
all of these things generate heat, these devices, these displays, these lights. As much as I'd love to say that they're, you know, power energy efficient, they still produce a lot of heat uh, when they're on and being used. So it's something to keep in mind. Yeah. Uh, but I feel for you. Thank you for, for sharing with that, uh, Mikhail. Um, uh, we got the deal here for the uh, for the olive. Oh, for the olive buds. I like the olive buds. There's night. Uh, current humidity in St. Louis is 39%, usually 50. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh my God, that is that is high. Okay, yeah, we don't we don't come close to you. So his 107, which is roughly 40 C, feels like 44 to 45 C because of the humidity level. It just encompasses everything. So I I feel for you, Sam. I, I really hope you're able to get your stuff done early in the day. Um, Joe uh, Joe just kicking it with us here, purposely Pixel, uh, one of our friends hanging out with us. Thank you very much for coming in. Oh my God, crazy crazy stuff. Uh, I'm thinking about getting the Pixel Buds Pro anyways. It's kind of a non-brainer for me uh, to get that for that. Um, I think the Pixel Buds Pro are going to be absolutely something that we need to try. We need to cover that content. Um, I'm, I mean, obviously, I would have loved it to be part of the Pixel A, uh, 6a uh, experience, but typically we don't get the buds uh, with the A series. That's we, we've had that ha happen in the past. When they released the Pixel Buds A series, we got them later. So hopefully, we'll see how that kind of comes in. There, keep in mind the Pixel 7, 7 Pro, and the Pixel Watch are rated are slated to come out later in the year, somewhere September, October timeframe, roughly when we normally see them. Uh, but yeah, definitely very, very nice. Um, it's not the Pixel Part Pro in the UK, it's the Buds A. Okay, so I'm I may have misread it, but if, if it is the Pixel Buds A, still very decent, very good deal. Very good deal. Ash is correcting in there. Um, depending on this on the site, that's the other thing, Ash. Uh, I don't know, at least if the UK is being done with multiples in the US, you're able to pick up uh, from Amazon, Best Buy. Um, I want to say you're also able to pick it up from uh, uh, B&H, but B&H only had the buds. And of course, you're also able to pick it up from Google. And every, depending on the site that you're going with, it may be a slightly different deal. Uh, Sony is notoriously known for doing different deals based on the site that you're connecting. Um, okay, so... Um, Nining Raj is actually coming back saying, um, how much time does it take to fully charge the Pixel 6a while charging, you notice um, over, uh, uh, overheating? Uh, so no overheating. It does get warm. And as long as you're using a PD charger or power delivery charger, you're able to charge it pretty quickly. I haven't gone through a full cycle yet. Uh, I charged it up last night and it was charged at 100%. And let me double check now. And... Oh, I take that back. You know what? I, I charged it back up uh, this morning, and I think I was able to get it up pretty quickly. It doesn't say, but it's essentially an 18-watt uh, power delivery uh, charging speed. Let me double-check real quick for you here. Uh, processor, storage sensor, SIMS. I want to make sure to get the, uh, the, the information straight from, from Google because we, we want to make sure that it's not. There's no question on, on the issue here. So battery capacity, I think, if I'm not mistaken, is about a 46 to 4,800 milliampere. Camera, rear, security. It's interesting. Oh, here it is. Battery and charging. So here, so Google's rating it to be uh, basically, uh, so it's a, a minimum 43. So it's about a 4,400 milliampere battery. It does have fast charging um, and basically over 24 hour battery life, but they're not explaining it. it I'll, I'll say this. It was charging fast when we were on the channel uh, doing the live stream yesterday and went up from 31 to 36 in about five minutes. And that obviously it's just leveraging the fact that it's slightly smaller than the Pixel 6 Pro, but Still pretty decent speed on that charging. Uh, but I will make sure to cover that in the video for you, of course. Uh, but no overheating at all. It does get warm, but that's typical. Uh, well, take that back. It was also getting warm because I was downloading a lot of stuff on it yesterday. So there's this setup process that also warms it up a little bit. 
Uh, let me see here. Da, da, da. Ash said, I pre-ordered the Pixel Buds Pro through, uh, though. I, I think it's a good deal. I think it's a really good deal, though. The Pixel Buds Pro are going to be an amazing deal. You guys getting the Pixel Buds Pro with a 6A in the US? Uh, okay. I think I may have caused the confusion. There was a comment earlier saying that the UK was getting that. In the US, we're getting the Pixel Buds A series. These guys. We've seen them. We've covered them. They're beautiful. They're nice. And um, super strong magnet. If I'm not, Yep. Super strong magnet. Still there. That's how you know it's the A series, not the first generation. Uh, but yeah, no, it, the Pixel Buds A, it's about $100 worth here. They're coming in for free. Uh, Joe is saying, uh, yes, the magic eraser is on there and it's really nice to have that feature. Um, not, not to say that you wouldn't appreciate it, but I've tried other services. Like I've tried the ones that Samsung has on the, on their, uh, on their, S, on the series S 22 series, even the note 20 series, the note 20 ultra series. Uh, it's not as good. It, it, the algorithm, I still feel like Google does a much better job with, uh, with this and they've done enough testing on it and it gets better and better. So it's definitely very, very nice. We have the on-device um, processing of our, you know, voice recognition, typing, um, commands, Google Assistant. All of those things are on-device, so you're enjoying them much, much better. Uh, <laughs> I mean, okay, okay, and same in the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Chemi, um, I'm okay testing new gadgets, the Lenovo Yoga 13 uh, with a mini keyboard, and awaiting my Soundcore Liberty 3 Pros. They're they're really good. You're gonna enjoy the Liberty 3 Pros way more then you're going to think about them. Once you put them in your ear and you update them, make sure you're running on the latest version of the firmware. It's going to be crazy. Um, Jake, Michael is coming back with, hey, TK, what are your thoughts about the Nova launcher being sold through um, a shady data company? So I'll, I'll be very frank. I'm, I've been using Nova Prime for years. Like this has been a massive uh, return on investment for me. Um, it saddened me to see that basically, obviously, there's concerns on the company that's uh, providing the sales for it and so on. But I, at the end of the day, my concern would be this. It, if the existing core, the, the people that are developing, the people that are actually uh, you know making the development and updating it, because we probably saw you, you probably even saw it on uh, on Twitter. They announced the brand new Nova, Prime, uh, Nova 8 that's going to be coming out. So they're talking about bringing in more material design in there. Um, it's a little bit hard. I, I hope that things kind of work themselves out. I'm not able to comment on the company as I don't know all of the information or ins and outs about it yet. Uh, but I would probably say is I hope is that at least the core experience that we got in the past stays the same, the updates stay the same, and uh, that the security checkpoints and everything that we have through the Google Play system, since that's where you have to buy it from, still protect us as a consumer and as a user. Uh, as far as the actual company itself, I don't have a way, of, unfortunately, of commenting on them yet because I don't know all of the story yet. Uh, but I hope that kind of gives you the answer what I'm referring to there. Uh, Freddie Fulcrum, uh, Fulcrum, sorry, hopefully I'm saying that good. Um, the buds are the Pixel Buds A series, not the Pix, uh, not the pros. $99 value. That's uh, what I'm getting with my 6A pre-order. Absolutely, same thing. Uh, and I think that's a great deal. Like I said, seriously, if you've if you've used the original buds and you've gone to the Pixel Buds Pixel Buds A series, you would notice obviously there's a difference in performance. There's no gestures and so on, but you're getting a really good connectivity uh, experience, much better than the first gen. You're also getting pretty decent audio and of course configuration straight into the Bluetooth tab on your device. So one of the things I love about first-party accessories on any company that makes uh, devices is that when you want to basically customize them, let's give it a second to connect. I want to give it a second to to to, to and here we are. Um, uh, pixel, yeah, I know. So, so Pixel Buds A series, you can you can actually see the battery connectivity here. So I'll go ahead and connect it there, and we're gonna go back and I'm gonna click there. Okay, so 
you're able to actually customize your device and experience entirely directly from the Bluetooth settings. You don't need an app. You don't need any updates or anything like that. And you're able to just do all of that natively. So the integration is going to be much better. The Pixel Buds Pro will definitely do way better. But again, there's a price difference of about $100 there if you want to pick them up. It's free if you're pre-ordering it with the 6A on the, 6, uh, on the 6A series. Uh, sorry, on the A series, the Buds. But again, the Pros are going to definitely make it worth it. And we'll see how that goes come, you know, within a week or so. Uh, just finished. <laughs> uh, honestly, Pixel still uh, Pixel still probably is the best value given the fact that it has uh, uh, that it's it's a bigger sensor. Uh, it does have the main sensor is the same as the Pixel Six Pro. Now it is ninety frames per second, and it is obviously uh, it's a different experience. Obviously, the Six and the Six Pro are not really trying to be budget phones. They're not trying to be a a budget version of what their other devices are. The six is really intended to be a slightly tailored down version of the six pro providing us a much more affordable price point at around 600 bucks. And I think that's the biggest takeaway that we're looking at. I mean, there's a difference of about 150 bucks between um, if we look between the six, a and the six uh, and the six, and you are obviously going to get more, but at the end of the day, that could be an extra five to $10 on a monthly plan. If you're doing it, it also could be a lot more money for people that are not wanting to go that high. I think the six, a will still give you the best, um, I would say the best savings and the best bank for the buck experience is going to take that away from the six. I think the six sales may hurt a little bit, but you have to keep in mind, the six has been out since October of last year. This is literally at the end of the curve of popularity for a device for, for Google, at least how they're looking at it. They're going to start ramping up with the seven. The seven will definitely be a much more, a much more better experience for somebody looking for a current gen version of what tensor is going to be, what Google's vision is with the pixel size, pixel devices. So yeah, in a way, it's kind of like eating into it, but it's that second wave now. The 6A will carry us through the middle of next year for people looking for a budget version of the device. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see it on sale even closer to Christmas or Thanksgiving for even better pricing. So keep an eye out. This is not definitely going to be the end-all be-all, but it's a good deal nonetheless for with $100 free buds with it. Uh, but I'm with you. Yeah, 90 frames per second refresh rate on the 6 definitely is a compelling thing. But at the end of the day, you also have to kind of fa factor in the budget. Does that give you know that that the bigger sensor does it uh, and of course uh, with uh, the ninety frames per second is that worth one hundred and fifty bucks more for you um, to jump that to make that jump or maybe wait for the Pixel Six to go on sale again? So that would be a different conversation. I think we talked about it with Juan a couple of days ago where we said that if the price point for the six drops to around five fifty. It becomes a little bit more of a compelling story down to 500. And even I would definitely just say go six. Don't get me wrong, the 6A is going to be great, but if it's a $50 difference, you're getting this much. Absolutely. 150 bucks, that's a pretty big jump, especially for a device that's 450 bucks. It's not a simple jump, it's a much bigger jump of what we're talking about here. Literally about 33% price jump. Uh, Ash, someone said, uh, said we got the Pixel Buds Pro for free. With the, uh, it's a Pixel Buds. <laughs> okay, I think I got it. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you there. Finn, jumping back in here. Luckily, we had day a day of rain for those for those temperatures to, to uh, drop down. I opened up the window and all, and we're basically putting the ceiling fan in reverse to basically circulate the air. Um, so it pulls the cool air down and keeps the room nice inside. Yeah, I know. Fans have been uh, tremendously helpful uh, also for us here in the U.S. as well. Uh, <laughs> Just too. Um, yeah, the Pixel 6 being launched for $599 was a really pre, uh, basically eye-opening price. And wasn't, uh, sorry, I'm not showing the comment here. So this is Michael jumping back in with, um, I wasn't even in the market for a new phone when I saw the pricing and I decided to get one. It, it is surprising. Like I said, it was, the Pixel 5 did that for us last uh, two years, uh, well, last year. 
uh, I'm sorry, the year before, because that was 2020. The Pixel 5 came in with a mid-range processor, a much more affordable price plan, and they saw how much how much the sales went up. They saw the Pixel 4a come out and sell out before it was even available in store for pre-orders. Um, they saw that, you know, basically when they went on the, uh, the year after that and went with the 6 and the 6 Pro, it was a strategic price point. 899 is a mental factor by comparison when you're looking at the flagship from Google that is trying to compete with some of the other flagships that are a thousand plus dollars more from other companies, your mind is going to basically automatically jump in. It's like, oh my God, this is crazy. And the fact that it doesn't say 900 because it's really a $900 phone is that mental thing. The 599 is really a 600. So there's a $300 difference, but it's compelling to try to see what Google can do at that price point. And they delivered a little bit of hiccups at the beginning. I don't disagree with that. And you can obviously check all the other video content that we've talked. Yes, it was. there were some growing pains. The fingerprint sensor was not as fast. And there's a whole bunch of things. But we are in a much better position now. And the 6A is reaping all of those things that we learned from them. So that's one of the biggest things I'm really enjoying there. Um, hey, Ibrahim, good morning. Sabah, I hope you're doing well. Thank you very much for jumping in. I'm glad to see you hanging out with us. Uh, good morning, good afternoon. <laughs> good morning, everybody hanging out with us. Uh, everybody kicking it with us here. Uh, let me get a quick sip. Uh, TK, have you seen? So I see, I've seen some of the leaks on the Pixel, uh, on the uh, Galaxy Watch 5. And I mean, so the limitation of what I see here is this, look. I don't have anything again. I mean, the 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 fact that Google is the or Wear OS is the primary running OS on on most watches now, since technically, obviously, Tizen is no longer there. The design obviously is interesting. It's, it's always interesting to see what Samsung does as far as their design. I've been I've been using their their devices. I, my most favorite design of all of their watches to this date is on the um, Gear S3 Explorer Edition in the US. It had the digital crown that moved, a physical crown, not the whole button moving on the sides. Um, I think the design is pretty good. I always typically go with the classic edition anyways. I don't go with the standard new, new. Um, I would call them more um, streamlined, uh, more straight looking, uh, basically, uh, you know, watches. I like the one to look more like a regular watch, has, has a little bit more of a typical standard watch look. Um, it's definitely going to be interesting. For the most part, I feel like it's a regurgitation of what we saw last year. It's basically Wear OS 3.0, maybe updated a little bit with a few tricks, but it is a big push of what Samsung's trying to put. They're trying to push in and give us um, the best that they can offer on top of Wear OS and making it look nothing like Wear OS. So overall, I'm not very excited overall on the on the uh, on the on the Watch Five. I probably will still pick up a, a maybe a, a base model of the classic edition, but I feel like overall I think it should still do pretty well. Samsung is pushing it very hard to make sure that people can see and know that Google runs best on Samsung hardware. I beg to differ, but we'll have to see how those things kind of land. Uh, the event should be coming up very soon, where it looks like basically it's going to be uh, obviously the uh, the foldables, the Z Fold Four, the Z Fold, the Z Flip Four. And of course, the watch that's going to be coming out as well. So we'll see how that goes. Um, okay, Michael's jumping back with, yes, exactly what happened here. Uh, same for me. So 599 made me want the Pixel 6 Pro price stuck with me. Exactly. It's that that mental thing. It's weird, but it, and it's been done to, it's been done so much here. In the US, we love uh, putting in that 99. That 99 shows up on everything. Um, it, it's just crazy the way we have it. I think the X SE next gen will be uh, will be an iPhone 13 mini design. That would be a much better design going in with a full screen display, with, you know, notch or no notch, it doesn't matter. But at the end of the day, I think we we've kind of over we've used them the the iPhone six and seven design 
yeah, we're pretty much used it to death at this point. There's really no reason to bring it back. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I like the fact that Touch ID is very nice and very fast. But being the only device that has Touch ID now in a in a span of devices that uh, that Apple puts out that doesn't have it, it makes it just very um, almost feel like it's a you know it just sticks out. And if you just want it for the Touch ID, you wouldn't be happy with the screen display. So you're always going to end up having to go to a 13, a 13, uh, you know, 13 mini or not mini, but the, the 13 or the higher uh, sizes that we have here. Uh, let me double check here. Michael jumping back with, I wish they were, uh, uh, I wish that they were case on how, how they are, but I don't uh, think uh, that they're making uh, that chassis anymore. Probably more likely that it'll be 12 or 13. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's why we were, we were going there. Um, that's great, Ash. Uh, the Pixel 6 Buds A series. Are... <laughs> okay, I must have misread. I feel like I need to go back and find that comment because if I misread it that badly, I do apologize for causing that confusion. Um, I will say it one more time. It is both in the US and in the UK. It is the Pixel Buds A series that are going to be giving out uh, for free with the Pixel 6a pre-order, not the Pixel Buds Pro. But I, I do apologize. I think, I, like I said, I repeated it enough times and it didn't sound right at the beginning, but I, 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 I'm I, not in that market. So I always have to kind of rely on what uh, what I see. And if I misread it, I do apologize for that. Um, here, um, I think the bugs were uh, radically over, overstated already. MKBHD, MKBHD basically stated um, that uh, narrative that, and while there were some bugs, it was a huge ex, um, exaggeration. So I will say this. I can't speak on the unit that uh, that Marquez has because I don't know. Uh, the update software update that we have on our device right now is April. I don't have the latest security patch update of June or even July. So maybe don't don't take my word. And again, this is just pure speculation on my side. There is a possibility that some of the things that he has or he experienced could be based on the fact that the software still will get better as we get the final version for it. Um, he's reviewing a pre-production piece of hardware. He is not reviewing a final version because the final version gets comes out next week. So this is what we typically get. We get earlier access to hardware, and sometimes the software isn't up to date to the latest version. They try the best that they can pre-production. So my hope is if we see something from Marquez in the future, if there is a follow-up, although he typically doesn't follow up on his devices, we'll see maybe something from him on social media. Um, my hope is that he's able to follow up with it if things do get better with him on the 6A. But to to make a judgment call on a device that is pre-sale device um, and just blatant, it, it's hard for me to explain. Again, I don't know where he's coming from, but I do. I look at it as when I'm judging a device. I, I know more than likely by the time this thing officially launches next week, uh, on the 27, 28, we are going to get the last, uh, the software update that is intended for this version to be public. And with that being said, that's what you should be judging. That's the one that you should be making your decision on. And I'm hoping to be able to contribute conversations around that. That's going to be the biggest part for me, at least. How do the uh, experiences change? Uh, you know, we have six gigs of RAM uh, and a tensor processor. There should be no reason why we have any concerns. It's not intended to be a six or a six pro. It's not intended to be a flagship. Once you take that out of the equation, judge it for what the price point is and what it offers, and that's what you should be recommending, not what it's not. Because at the end of the day, we don't buy things because they're not something else, or we don't buy them because they're not something else, because then you'd buy that other thing. You know, to me, that's just a judgment, and, and we need to kind of step away from SEO management of, you know, how we talk about tech. Because at the end of the day, yeah, that may get you the view, but you're you're not helping the conversation. And again, I don't want to I want to be specific. I'm not talking about him. I'm not talking about MKBHD by 
specifically. I'm talking about in general as you know, a, a creator in the in the space. We need to be able to speak about the tech and allow it to speak for itself. And does it meet the expectations of what the company that's selling it set for it? And how does it do for that? You know, we did it with the 6 and the 6 Pro. We lived through it. We all remember the December uh, update that was pulled and a whole bunch of people had problems with it. But we learned from it. We need to be able to move and, and hopefully get better from it there. Ash, um, I know, but <laughs> that's why I just said it, uh, said it above. I was explaining because it seems like people were getting confused. Yeah, I know. It was my, it was something that I couldn't, I could not. <laughs> if I had a way to back to, back in time into that, I'll go in there and say, stop saying pro. Uh, he spent more time complaining about the Pixel 6 bugs than Samsung getting uh, giving five generations of S-series phones uh, <laughs> phones dislikes from Geekbench. Yeah, I know. Uh, the, the listed that was yeah that was a fun that was a fun time seeing Samsung getting that. Uh, not fun in in a um, it's a comedic way. Obviously, it, it's not nice to see anybody. But it, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's just it's not the right thing to do. You know, forcing numbers to make them look just the way they want them to be is, is not thing. And don't get me wrong. Uh, I'll be very frank. Yes, Samsung's not the only company that does that. We know we've seen OnePlus in the past. We've seen other companies, uh, you know, jerry-rig their numbers. Uh, but we're not trying to basically say that it's, you know, it, it's just blatantly not the right numbers. And overall, uh, you know, Samsung still to this day still doesn't tell the users that the device isn't running at full potential. You're not getting the full potential of the 888 or the 8 Gen 1. You need to go into performance mode and turn on uh, enhanced processing for that to happen. The display out of the box is set to 1080p, 120, uh, 60 frames per second, and you need to change that to get the QHD to 120. Those are things that you have to be aware of. And some people don't know, and they live a certain um, with a certain expectation on a device that just doesn't exist because they just they were just not told. We don't typically, I, I try the best that I can to share that information. But you know, when we say it's 120 frames per second, you have to turn that on. So that's typical of what we see and what we've seen in the past. Um, okay, here. One thing that, uh, so sorry, uh, Ibrahim or ER9080 uh, saying, one thing not mentioned in uh, is the Pixel 6a is still on the April 2022 software update in the first week of August. Uh, uh, of, of August, then we'll receive the nice software update by month end. And of course, Android 13 will arrive shortly after. Absolutely. Yes. It, this, is, this is a big thing. Uh, Security patch updates, updates to the device, and of course can improve uh, generational upgrades. Uh, you know, because we've since April we have May, June, and July, and if they do wait till and launch it with August, I I I'd be tempted to say uh, Ibrahim that they would push or they turn on uh, the server side updates for the Pixel 6a uh, to to July month end um, or to July security patch update by the time it hits public because they want it to be running the latest software by the time consumers get it and consumers can get it around the 28th. So that's going to be the timeline. I don't think they'll wait till the first week of August to give us August uh, security patch update. I think they'll want to do a little bit faster on the 6A. And because there's not so many of them sold or on the market yet, the update shouldn't uh, shouldn't be hindering their servers as much. So it should be much easier for them to, to roll out, uh, considering where we are. And then, uh, of course, by the time everything else comes up, they can just roll it into a, a cumulative update for them, for, for them to put it in there. Um, you can use an OTG or an SSD to increase the storage too. Um, that's a good question. I don't think we, uh, hold on. The box does, uh, la, la, la. hold on. Okay. 
so I have this nice little drive and I've been using for quite some time. This one is actually called uh, the Minova drives. It's a drive that runs basically a micro SD card. Let me see if I can get this into. So of course, this is going to be the time where we don't get it into in right there. So it's a small micro SD card. You put that in there on the top and then, of course, reverses that to be a USB-C. So I don't I didn't have a chance to plug that in and see if we are able to. And, and of course, you're expanding storage with micro SD with um, USB-C. It's not something you can always do. Uh, let's go ahead and give it a second, see if it's going to recognize. I, I'm not seeing. Uh, let's double check. We'll try one more time. Actually, I wanted, let's test it out real quick with the Pixel 6. Because if I'm not mistaken, I don't think I've typically used it uh, here. Okay. It No, um, I'm not, I don't think it actually, uh, USB OTG, it's something that typically Google does not provide us. We know we don't have uh, HDMI out, obviously over USB-C. That's something that's also something that we don't get. Uh, Android desktop mode cannot be demonstrated on the Pixel 6 series, uh, unfortunately. Uh, da, 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 da. Still keep, uh, okay, uh, I still keep a full backup via Swift backup um, uh, with root around 1200 images on the flash drive. Yeah, so this it's different when you're able to run it in with root. I think that's the other, pro the other thing that you want to keep in mind. But yeah, you can definitely back up your content off. I still, I, I heavily use Google Photos. I'm, uh, I subscribe to their service to be able to get higher storage capacity in original format. So I don't have as much of an issue for me. 128 wouldn't have that much of a problem. I can delete content off my phone. I think it's for the general user. Also running with a thumb drive is also not something that is very functional. I'm waiting for more cases. I want to see case manufacturers start utilizing um, it for devices that support it to use SD card support function because it could be so, so much better to do that and add slightly thicker casing on the back, but give us access to an SD card, run a cable through the system so you're able to still plug it in and charge the phone at the full potential, but then give us access, access to uh, expandable storage on a, on a device that typically may not have it. Um, it's not uncalled for. OnePlus supports it. Uh, other devices do, but they typically have to have, an, have that uh, toggle turned on. Um, but this one, it wasn't registering at all for me. Let me double check here. I don't think I do have USB OTG. Apologize there. I'm going to actually do a quick search real quick here. So USB, uh, we have tethering, Bluetooth, Ethernet, uh, USB preferences. Let's jump in here. So I'm going to plug it back one more time. And it should, in theory, recognize it. Okay, I take that back. Uh Oh, issue with the drive. Okay, that's what it was. Okay, I take that back. So I think here, uh, oh, I need to format it. <laughs> okay, it does work. I take that back. I do apologize. It looks like it's something to do with um, the drive itself. I haven't used it for some time and I don't want to format it. Um, I do definitely want to check it on my PC first because I think it does still work on my PC. So I take that back. Greg, that, yeah, it does show up in there and it does show up. Actually, uh, I just need to fix my drive. Uh, sorry for uh, for my for <laughs> a technical issue. Barry, you and I both. I had I had like a five minute delay in starting the show this morning because of of a whole bunch of different things, and and the fact that I had to you know I put back my laptop in the setup here, um, but I missed the cable, so it wasn't running everything else. And apparently, I was running on Wi Fi for the last couple of days and didn't realize my Ethernet connection wasn't connected. It's a whole bunch of things, uh, but I'm I'm glad we're back. I'm glad things are working and and welcome to the show hope you're having a great uh birthday weekend everybody if you have a chance please uh, wish uh, barry johnson a happy birthday uh, and hope he's having a good time with the fam of course uh kicking in thank you for joining us on the show man uh, a couple of days ago that was really nice it was a nice surprise and it was very nice to see uh, and see each other face to face uh, we've we've communicated in the past first time we thought we saw each other there of course uh tk greg joe oh everybody thank you very much 
uh jimmy fire dragon kicking it with us <laughs> mary i like it look at that oh man thank you thank you uh yeah for sure for sure uh, barry johnson kicking it with everybody i love it uh no problem i've uh, i've looked up on the amazon uk and google store um on the 21st both offer the bud series uh, as a pre-order gift amazing kick-ass thank you ash for, for confirming that as well he's about 10 minutes behind on comments yes um hold on so the time right now is uh 11 the comments i'm on oh man i'm bad okay um let's do a little bit of speed reading and see if we can actually get the conversation going because i'm realizing i'm like way behind uh so let's see okay so uh, purpose of gaming da -da -da, we're going here uh yep 500 600 on 5g absolutely man crazy really really nice and over of course one gigabit on wi-fi it makes uh, it, absolutely uh finn jumping in here uh hey <laughs> germain uh check it out uh tech by germain uh, appreciate it the concept well i guess tech by germain now uh previously concept creator germain our bud thank you for jumping in man thank you for seeing here oh my god okay so a whole bunch of comments i'm up i'm up to almost 11 o'clock i'm trying to come back into uh i honestly have been um, I honestly have been interested in the Samsung in Samsung for a long time. Last real, uh, last real good Samsung was the S10 series. It has, yeah. The, I mean, it, it, when you look at them from the, basically um, the pinnacle of every year, you kept getting better, 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 better. Um, the S10 series kind of culminized that, right? We had all of the features that Samsung basically were willing to give us as hardware features on a device: headphone jack, uh, MST. You had the, the display. The, uh, the we didn't have the refresh rate yet, but we had the resolution on there. But then ever since then, the S20 kind of went down a little bit. We lost uh, functionality out of it. It did get better by a bigger battery and, of course, getting faster charging at 45 watts. The 21 dipped us down and we lost some functionalities. The 22 brought something back, but it still didn't bring everything in exactly the same situation. And they gave us a note instead of an S. So that conversation gets a little bit confusing. And at the end of the day, the reason why I, I mentioned that, that, that the video that I saw, the ad that I saw, it's because... It, it a little bit reminded me of LG because LG did used to do videos where they showcased Google services on their devices. Uh, and it was basically how you've kind of felt it. But it's weird that Samsung would say Google runs best on a Pixel, uh, on, a, on a Samsung device. And I'm like, uh, does it really? No. I mean, we still have Bixby in there somewhere. I mean, we finally got the Google Assistant on the on Wear OS devices after people wanted it. At launch, it didn't. It still ran Bixby. So yeah, it's tough. Google runs great on many devices. I think it runs best on a Pixel, and it runs great on other devices. But you can't really take the crown away from the company that makes the software. That's that. That would be my thing. So when I saw that, I was like, "Oh my god, that's going to be a tough one." Okay, uh, Jermaine, the S10e was one of my favorite phones. Absolutely, yes, no, definitely. And Juan still has one. That's the best thing too. You got Dex. You got a good. Uh, I mean it. You got decent experience overall. Battery life was actually pretty decent for the size. It was a smaller device if you love that size and format. And it still gave you DAX access, which is something that's very limited in many devices. The A-series don't even get them. And um, those have bigger displays and sometimes better camera sensors than what, than what we got with the S10e. So for sure. Um, let me see here. Uh, I might I might still buy an S10e. So Michael Corgan saying is I might still buy an S10e uh, sometime... <laughs> sometimes just to grab uh, one last good uh, small android phones every time i look at my uh my original pixel the first uh, not pixel the first nexus uh the google nexus phone and how tiny that thing is and in my mind at the time that thing was like a massive phone i don't understand how that made sense i wasn't a kid at the time but it was still 
crazy. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Those are one of those things you, you got to have in the collection. Uh, buy it, use, buy it. As long as it's in good aesthetical shape, it's definitely one of those that keep them running. I can't use the the original Nexus, the servers for, uh, I think it's Eclair. The first the, the version of Android that's still running on it is Eclair, like Android 1 or Android 2. Uh, don't have a login server. So you can't even log into your Google account on them anymore. Uh, definitely. Oh, the Zenfone 9. So I've been looking for the Zenfone 9. Uh, so Michael jumping in, although I definitely have a crush on the on the Zenfone 9. The Zenfone 8 last year also did a really, really well. And the 9 definitely can do, uh, should be able to do a much better job. So I definitely want to check that out. The ROG Phone 6 dropped not that long ago. A lot of people covered those videos. I didn't, I wasn't able to get in on that. So I'm hoping uh, at some point we'll be able to see if we can get something going on for that for you guys as well. Uh, oh my God, my small phone fact, the 3.5 million on the P30. Oh man, the P30 is nice. The P30 is nice. The P40 is even nice. But yeah, we lost the headphone jack on that one. Um, oh man, good, good, good. Okay. Oh, I have a SanDisk flash. Uh, Ash is jumping in with this one. Um, I have a SanDisk flash, uh, Kingston flash drive for my Pixel that recognizes them both immediately. Yeah, and I think that my problem wasn't the, the actual drive. It uh, wasn't actually the fact that Pixels don't recognize them. I think there's something, you know, like when you you plug in a memory card, or you plug in a card, and it doesn't recognize it right away, and it says there's something with it. I think that's what's going on, and that was why it didn't show up. It does show up afterwards, though, when I jump into the uh, USB tethering section or the USB function. It recognizes it, but it's asking me to format it, and I don't want to format it yet because I want to make sure that it, if it doesn't work with the PC, then obviously I'll just format it and just start putting stuff on it. Uh, but it's a little drive that I like to use when I need to transfer content between devices that I don't have uh, like nearby share or Wi-Fi connectivity to be able to transfer that stuff for me. But thank you for, for Clara uh, putting that in there. Uh, yeah, definitely. Ash, happy birthday, Barry. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing well. Uh, wishing happy birthday because I'm jealous. <laughs> I like this. Jermaine says, nah, not wishing him a happy birthday. Not wishing him a happy birthday because I'm jealous of him. Dude, you and me both, man. I was in that chat on Thursday and I'm sitting with two guys that both are rocking the 12S Ultra. And I'm like, yeah, it, it's pretty. It looks nice. It's I just. So yeah, I, I want to set some time up with Juan. Uh, hopefully we can go check out some cars and stuff like that. I want to play a little bit with it um, and just see kind of like, you know, what it is all about. Obviously, if you haven't seen it yet, um, uh, Barry dropped a, uh, his first video on it uh, already on the channel. So if you want to check that out, Barry has that in there. Uh, and I know Juan's working on some editorials as well. Uh, and I'll wait for Juan, obviously, to finish up. And then, I, you know, I'm, I'm not in a hurry to try to be, there's no hurry on this. The 12S Ultra has been out for some time. Um, and I'm still to this day asking Xiaomi, please, please send my send one my way. But um, yeah, it's a China only device, and the only way to get our hands on it is to import it at this point. So that's going to be where where we get it in there. Oh my God! Okay, I'm trying to catch up right now. We are at 11:14, and I'm about four minutes behind on the comments. So not too bad, not too bad at all. Uh, <laughs> we're getting in there. Uh, I can use, yes. So Greg is confirming. I definitely use uh, the OTG on the Pixel 6 Pro and it does. Yeah, you're right. It works perfectly fine. The Zenfone 9 apparently is priced around 650. That's actually not a bad deal. Um, so roughly what the Pixel 6 is, sorry, the Pixel 6 is at about 599. And I'm sure hopefully we'll be able to see some some good deals on uh, on them with the upcoming holidays in the, in the near future. Okay, so I'm good. I'm, I'm on top of everything with the comments. Uh, just take it away from Juan, <laughs> distract him. Okay, let's let's be let's be straight with this. The last time, so the last time Juan and I had, or I had a problem giving Juan anything back, was with this guy. So this is the X70 Pro Plus. 
I finally now have the X70 Pro Plus as a, it stays here. This is not going anywhere. Um, I, it, it, it's made its rounds. It's gone through a whole bunch of different things. And just for reference, uh, Greg, if you're still in the chat with us, I took your advice and I did order the screen protector for the Pixel 6 Pro. It comes in today. So I'm going to try to install that. And if that works, dude, you just saved my butt with getting a screen protector that actually runs and doesn't actually cause me to just go crazy because of all the other glass protectors on the market. I would have preferred glass, but without that option available, something there to protect the display is better than nothing. I got a good case. I just need a good screen protector. So thank you for the for the for that recommendation. Um, and I didn't. I don't know. I quite didn't. Think, I didn't think about it. Like, what other six point seven inch display devices that use a center punch hole camera in there um, do we have? And the six Pro is there. And I have a glass protector for the 6 Pro, but the the curves on the edge for the X70 Pro Plus and the 6 Pro were different. So the glass wouldn't work, but the, a TPU, a standard TPU uh, glass prote- uh, protector would definitely work. Um, <laughs> I liked it. Uh, you, I mean, we all we were all surprised. He jumped in in the chat yesterday and uh, you know we found out about it. So that's definitely the best way to look at it. Uh, but yeah, so the 6A is... Uh, for the better, for, for the best way to describe the 6A is, this is going to be the one of more more popular devices for this holiday char, uh, Christmas star, uh, basically, and even for a few people buying devices on uh, that are wanting to be a little bit more budget friendly, more budget conscious devices on the market. It is crazy what Google could do with a 12 megapixel sensor, uh, both on the ultra wide on the and on the standard. I think this is the biggest thing you have to kind of uh, leverage from there. The processing power is going to be there. The security patch update and the fixes are going to be there. Uh, whatever impressions we've seen to this point are early impressions. And I think they need to be labeled as early impressions because what the, what we have at the Pixel 6 and the 6 Pro now at the in July of 2022 is not what we saw at the beginning. And all of the comments that were made back then by the big YouTubers, by the big channels that have like millions of subscribers, don't get that call recall back. They don't come back and put a video saying, oh, by the way, I know I said this didn't work and this whatever, but now it does. We don't see that. But that's the video that's left on the uh, online. So it is our job, the the creators of Team Pixel and other creators that actually people that actually pick up the device and use it to share the experience after being lived in with it. And I think that's the biggest thing that we want to be able to put that out there. And I hope that that becomes the conversation what the Team Pixel is able to put in there. And I can share my opinions, of course, as well as Juan will be able to do his his own opinions as well. Um, my focus on this device is going to be a little bit different than my typical phones. I want to make sure that I explain what this device is and what it can do. And does it make sense uh, or what does it make sense to upgrade from for it? Do you benefit a lot going in from a 5A or do you need to go into something like a 5 or a 4A to be able to make sense out of it? And should you buy this over uh, you know, other mid-rangers in the market right now? Like Again, the 6A is a powerful device. It's launching in the same market as the Nothing Phone. So there's going to be some conversations there. Yes, the Nothing Phone has LEDs and a whole bunch of things, but you kind of have to also kind of curb that initial honeymoon phase that you get over the LEDs pretty quickly. And how does the living experience actually be coming there? Uh, the Reno six, uh, the Reno eight Pro is a very good, very powerful device that's going to be available in many markets. The model that I used was the UK edition version of the phone. Uh, although I do remember, I do realize that it was launched in India. There is going to be an international model. There's going to be more coverage coming up soon in the future uh, from Oppo. I did drop a video in both Arabic and in English. Uh, I miss Sam's. <laughs> I miss Sam. Oh my God, the two of you guys always made tons of fun. It, it was fun watching you guys, and it was fun being on the show with you guys, of course. Um, 
It is about an hour, 15 minutes. This is typically the time where we get into our TK section. If you're not familiar with it, we haven't had it for a few weeks. We're going to bring it back, bring it back in full force. Uh, and you'll start seeing some hashtag TK Bay or hashtag TK section in the comments. So please, if you haven't been, or if you're new to the channel, you haven't watched the show before, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe. So you're always notified whenever we have new shows. And um, I, I will say this, I do apologize for the schedule being crazy for the last couple of weeks. Uh, and I hope to be able to go back to more of a consistent thing. I will say that um, <laughs> there, I, I can share this with you guys. There's a, there's a, there's a few trips coming up in the new, in the near future. And obviously when I mean few, I mean more than two. And the experience and things are going on, I'm going to try the best that I can to be able to bring you guys uh, the best coverage and everything that I'm able to give you guys as best as I can. If we do end up moving the Android Bay a, you know, a day here and there, uh, one week or another, uh, don't worry. I'll make sure that the show will still be there. So if you come in on Saturday, you'll be able to catch it on the replay. And there should still be an audio version podcast. I was a little bit late on the last two shows. I did post them. So those are available for anybody that decides to listen to it on the audio side. Uh, on the YouTube side, obviously it's going to be there and I'll try the best I can to keep it relevant and of course available for you guys whenever you need it. Um, but yeah, with that being said, uh, there's a lot of things can be, that can still going to be coming up. I know July is technically uh, on the end part of it, but if you notice that we're kind of getting out of that summer lull, uh, we have uh, OnePlus. I, I don't even know why I didn't mention it. So OnePlus, the OnePlus 10T is going to be launching on the 3rd of August. So that's not next week, the week after that. The week after that, in the middle of August, we have obviously the Samsung launch event. Uh, it wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing more and more device launch events and things like that coming up. Uh, there is going to be a lot of buzz, a lot of conversation going on. The first 8 Plus Gen 1 processor device launching in the U.S. is going to be a OnePlus. So this is something that's big because um, both Juan and I have had access to 8 Plus Gen 1s, but they're probably, they're more specifically Chinese variants of these devices. And that's typically what happens. Qualcomm releases their chipsets and essentially the Chinese market releases them to their to their consumers faster than the international market or the U.S. market does. Um, but yeah. With that being said, I mean, there's a lot of things to keep in mind as far as things going on. Uh, my next week's focus overall on, on content on the main channel is going to be Pixel. It's going to be Pixel, Pixel, Pixel. I think that's pretty much what I want to be able to live in. Um, I did uh, pick up a scooter that I also want to put out a video on. So it's the Okai scooter. You, If you follow Juan, you'll know exactly which scooter I got. Um, uh, and what video, what, what, uh, the video that I'm making for it. So that's going to be that coming up very soon. I'm finishing some, uh, some more footage from that this week. Um, dropped another video for HyperX. If you're a, a PlayStation uh, fan and you own a PlayStation five, definitely a must have for any PlayStation five users. It's a great dock that just gives you access to be able to charge your controllers and be ready to go with a fully charged controller, uh, charged directly from your PlayStation using that dock on the go and you never have to miss it. So definitely there. Thank you to HyperX for that. And thank you to Opal for, of course, sharing uh, the Reno 8 Pro with me to be able to you know, give you guys some some of my thoughts on, on a great device with the 8100 Max from the, from uh, MediaTek. The MediaTek is going to be making a lot of waves. And I hope 2023 will be the year where we start seeing the 9 Series, the 9000 Series coming up in the international markets in the U.S., because we're really, really needing some competition. Don't get me wrong. Qualcomm does a great job. Qualcomm has done a lot to improve what they've done. We're going to hear from them in November. They announced their uh, tech summit in November. And we're going to see what they do. The 8 Gen 1, is it going to be the 8 Gen 2? The nomenclature still kind of escapes me, but... We should be able to see what their aspirations and things going on. And we already know that the TSMC built of the 8 Gen 1 with the 8, the 8 Plus Gen 1 is performing better than what we saw with Samsung with it about 10 to 15% less power draw, but still delivering on the performance that the 8 Gen 1 is supposed to give us. So 
with that being said, let me go ahead and find our first comment. You're probably starting seeing those comments in the chat. Please, definitely, uh, I would appreciate you guys joining in. It's a great, great, great uh, way for us to showcase and celebrate everybody hanging out with us here um, on the show. Uh, and this is a little bit of a visual effect, and it does a very, <laughs> a very interesting way. So let's see if we can time it right. I'm a little bit rusty. It's been three weeks, so let's do it. I don't know why I went with the Stewie voice, but let's. It's late. Okay, here it is. I got it. Okay, sorry. Um, so I will say thank you very much for everybody for hanging out with us. Thank you to Finn Jacob, TK Bay, TK Seption, uh, TK Team Pixel. Thank you, man. That that knocked it out absolutely. Uh, happy Team Pixel. Happy Team. Happy Pixel Six A week for everybody. And of course, next week's launch. Uh, Er Ibrahim, thank you very much. TK TK Seption, uh, kicking it with us. Sam, all the way. Thank you very much. I hope you stay cool, man. Try to stay uh, cool and make sure to hydrate. Uh, TK Seption in there. Chemi kicking it with us as well. TK Seption, TK Android Seption, uh, TK Amigo, <laughs> TK Pixel Team. Absolutely yes. Uh, always, always appreciate being there. And thank you for Greg. Thanks for for the chat, Greg. As always, and of course, thanks for the recommendation. I'll keep you posted on that one. Uh, Peaks, <laughs> please find uh, uh, find your Nexus Six. Oh my God, you oh, yes, right. I just it keeps falling off my my mind with so many things to take care of. I still need to figure out where it is. Absolutely, man. I'll have to find it for sure. Um, and of course, as always, Matt, the main the main man, purposely gaming. If you haven't checked them out. He's over on Twitch, uh, streams weekly. Um, his content for games, um, basically a Call of Duty king, god in that game. Um, I wish I was even one third of what he is, but I always enjoy being able to jump in a few games with him whenever I'm able to. So hopefully next week I'll be able to jump in a couple of matches in there. The game looks pretty good. Definitely the update is very, very nice. Um, I just, I'm hoping that the audio thing got fixed on my side. If not, I do have some workarounds. Jimmy Fire Dragon, thank you very much for kicking it with us. As always, TKception, uh, stay hydrated. TKR Bay, TK Reno Bay, always, always. And of course, the man, the myth himself, our Mr. Cumberbatch of our channel, Aditya Anil, TKception, TKR Bay, TK Tesla Bay, TK Team Pixel Bay, TK Helping Consumer Make Good Purchasing Decision Bay. I love it. Love it. Absolutely kicking it with everybody here. Uh, of course, Dominic Wong. Hey, Dominic, hope you're doing well. I'm uh, sorry if I missed any of your comments, but I appreciate you kicking it with us. And I, I hope you're staying cool, man. I hope you're able to stay cool and things are do, doing well. Uh, Jermaine, I do want to say specifically thank you for hanging out with us, man. I haven't seen you for some time. I know we typically see it, run into each other over on Rogerbot's uh, sh uh, stream, but I've been out for the last week and a half or so. So I appreciate you coming in, kicking it with us here. And of course, uh, hanging out with us on this beautiful Saturday, the 23rd of July. Uh, one more weekend and we actually are in August and it's going to be it's going to be crazy. It's going to be super crazy. Sorry, let me just make this stream a little bit bigger. And so I can actually see the comments in there. Uh, everybody hanging out with us, kicking it with us as always. Um, so summarizing everything like kind of a nicely uh, thing. Pixel 6a, very promising, must check out and definitely a lot of good things to be said about this. Everything that's been said to this point, I think, should be taken with an understanding that these are pre-production pieces of hardware that haven't gone through uh, an update cycle or two, maybe from Google. So there will be conversations going on, and I hope that I'm able to be part of those conversations with you. Uh, when it comes to the Reno 8 Pro, if you're in a market where the Reno is available, I think you're going to be definitely surprised with what Reno has been able to do. The improvements over last year with going into an 8100 Max from uh, MediaTek is a much bigger leap than a lot of us realize. The 1200 to 8, uh, the 1200 series and the 800, uh, 8000 series are very are geared slightly differently, and I think they perform much better. And this is kind of closer to the 9000 series than it is to the 1200 series. So. 
Um, let me know what you guys think in the comments below. Like and subscribe as usual. The audio version of this podcast will be coming up very shortly after the show ends. Uh, I appreciate your support. Uh, and of course, please share with all your friends. Um, and if I, I'll obviously we'll talk, we'll be communicating and conversing. There's links to my socials over on YouTube as well on, uh, as well as Instagram and Twitter, TKDSL8655 and TK Bay on YouTube for the English channel and Tarek Bay, T-A-R-E-K Bay for the Arabic channel. Be safe, stay safe. Thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you for your support, for your continuous support. And I'll see you next week for another episode of the Android Bay. Bye-bye for now.